And so then we realize that he led them out of Egypt. He performed wonders in the deserts and he showed them his mighty power for 40 years. And the Amplified Bible, as you see again, I say it to you again, God has sent me here this morning to cry to you and to say to you, you that are pursuing after me, you're on the right track. I'm going to show you things this year that you have never seen before. I'm going to do things in you this year that you have never seen done before. Never mind ye that this may be a small church. Listen, I begin with small things. I do great things in small things. I don't need a lot of people to do what I want to do. I just need some people that are sold out 100% for me. And I'll show you great and mighty things, saith the Lord. So ten characteristics of a God chaser. Number one, he evidences a complete dependence on God. A God chaser evidences complete dependence on God. Israel learned how to be led and taught by God those 40 years in the desert. Now, folks, it shouldn't take us 40 years to learn how to be led, okay? It won't take us that long to learn how to be led and directed by God. This first characteristic of a God chaser being completely dependent on God, Israel learned to depend for even their very daily bread. Some of you have been shut up to God. You are obeying God. You are following God. You're doing everything that God asks you to do, and still some things are not resolving, are not being answered, are not being completed. Don't worry about it. God's going to take care of it. God's going to provide. You just keep on keeping on and watch what God will do. That's what Israel did 40 years. That rebellious generation had to be... And, and folks, sometimes the reason the answer to your prayer hasn't arrived yet is somebody's not obeying God. God's wanting to use somebody else to meet your need and they're not obeying God. So maybe you need to pray down the wrath of God on their head. Hmm? Say, God, get that rebellious, disobedient idiot in line and get him to do what he's supposed to do so I can get on with it. Amen. You probably wouldn't pray that way, but I would. Yes, See, I just, I don't cut disobedience no slack at all. Don't entertain it in your own self. Don't condone it in others. Don't condone laziness in other people. Don't excuse it. Don't say, well, the poor little thing. Ah, hogwash. The poor little thing needs to stand up on their feet and say, I'm a child of God and I can do the things of God because God's anointing is in me. We need to get... Boy, this is a sermon that we preach. Changing from the victim mentality to the victor mentality. I am a victor. I am not a victim. Amen? And as long as you adopt a victim mentality, you will continue to be a victim. Well, I wasn't born to the right parents. I wasn't born at the right time. I don't have the right things. I don't have this. I can't do that. Yeah, you can go on forever and ever, and you'll never get anywhere. It's time for the church of God, the believers, the real believers, to stand up and say, enough excuses. Let's do something for God. Let's go after God. Let's go after Him. Folks, there's some people that you will pour hours and days and even years of training and witnessing and teaching into, and they still will not get up. They will still wallow in self-pity and excuses, and after a point, you're going to come to a place where you just say, look, hey, you know, you're 10 years old in the Lord. You should have been walking eight years ago, and I've been carrying you. I'm not carrying you anymore, okay? Sometimes it isn't until they come to that point that they get up and walk. Now, baby, we carry. Amen? Baby Christians, we carry them. 
But we expect them to learn to walk, don't we? We expect them to grow up in the Lord and begin to show evidence of maturity. Amen? Got to wean them off the milk sometime, huh? Praise God. But you know what? You know what? The first time you get down on them, you know what they do? They get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> huh? They get mad at you. Run off and suck their thumb or find another church to go to. Oh, I love you, I love you, but don't say anything to hurt my feelings. We'll get your feelings in there. I'm not saying things to hurt your feelings. I'm saying things to shape you up and grow you up because, listen, the time is coming, folks, when it could get tough in here. It could get tough in this old world. If you don't get tough, you're going to be one of the first ones to go over to the other side. I tell you what, if you transported 90% of the church in America to Africa or to the Middle East, they wouldn't survive five days. They'd be Muslims before they, you could say spit on that cat. They wouldn't go without nothing before they'd convert, buddy. We've got some right here in America that think it's popular to convert. Well, I better preach before I can quit meddling. <laughs>